John Denton, MLB.com. Hey, Wayno. I uh, just wanted to ask a two-parter. Uh, what did you what you like? What did you not like? What did you learn from the Albert and Yachty experience? And also, you're going to have a new pitching coach next season. Can you just comment on the importance of, you know, not having Mad Dog and having a new pitching coach next season? Yeah, what was the first part of that? Uh, first part was what did you like? What did you not like? What did you learn from Yachty and, and Albert's, uh, you know, retirement tour where they got gifts everywhere and that sort of thing? <laughs> Yeah. Well, what I learned was that those guys are pretty big deal. You know, mm-hmm. those guys are, those guys are a pretty big deal. And everywhere we went, uh, it was obvious that the fans appreciated their incredible careers. And that was great to see, you know, and it was, it was great to be a part of that. Honestly, people every now and then I'll, I'll see people now, even here in South Georgia. And they say, man, it seemed like every day something crazy awesome was happening in St. Louis. It was, did it seem like that? And I just say, yeah. It did seem like that. You know, I mean, Albert Pujols going second all time in, in RBIs behind the great Hank Aaron, you know, passing people like Babe Ruth and Mickey Mantle and all these crazy and Stan Musial, passing those names and all the stuff he was doing. That's crazy to me. Those are, you know, it's not like you're like, oh, yeah, he, you know, he passed a so-and-so who played for 12, 15 years. Oh, that guy was a good player. And you're like, oh, my gosh, he's passing – He's passing the untouchables, you know. These are the untouchables. He's passing them. Uh, so that was re- that was really cool to see. But um, you know, to to share some of those moments with Yachty, the 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 record breaking battery that'll never get broken again. That's that ain't never gonna get broken again. Um, people that say it will don't understand the way the game's played. I just don't think that'll ever get broken again. I'd be shocked. I'd be. I'm just. I would just be totally shocked if that if that ever got broken. So that was neat to experience and, and carry on with him. And then what was the second part of that question, John? Oh, you're, you're not, you're going to have a new pitching coach. You've been with Mad Dog for several yeah. years. How important is that for your position? Uh, knowing you'll have a new pitching coach. Yeah. Well, I get asked all the time, like how many pitching coaches have I had? And I always tell them just three mm-hmm. and people cannot believe that I've only had three pitching coaches in 17 and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, uh, we just have a long history of winning here. You know, I mean, you don't fire coaches a whole lot when you're doing a great job winning. And so uh, we've had some – I've had a, a, a incredibly blessed career as far as with pitching coaches uh, concerned. I've, I've loved all my pitching coaches. Um, Mad Dog was special. He was a great friend of mine, a great golf partner of mine, helped me a lot in my career. And, and we had a lot of like interest off the field too. So I'm going to miss Mad Dog. Um I just I have I hated that we didn't win one for him. You know, he's been in the game for a long, long time and never won a World Series. And that was one of my big goals this year was to bring him a to bring him a ring, and uh, didn't do, didn't get to do that. So that was one of my big regrets. But he'll be missed for sure. The next guy steps in, whether it's Dusty or whoever, will do a great job. Though I have no no doubts. Thank you, Benjamin Hockman. Hey Adam, uh, two quick ones. Hopefully, uh, the first one. What will it take for this team to win the World Series? Is there any way to, to put into words, or is it about just getting hot and seeing what happens in October of 2023? Well, I mean, it, there's something to be said about getting hot. I mean, you look at what Philly's doing, and I really I really believe this now. I believe whoever won between us and Philly was going to win the World Series. I, w- I believe that going into that. And there's a couple reasons for that. We both had dangerous a dangerous team. We both had good pitching staffs. We both had couple of guys in the middle of the order that are, are unique talents. Um, we had uh, some some 
their bullpen was coming coming around. Our bullpen was very strong. I thought we could do it, you know, and I thought whoever wins our game, our series, is going to win the World Series. I, I really believe that. Um, one thing when I look at that team, and I, is Mo on this? He is. I think he's on this. Yeah. So um, I think when I look at that team, the guy leading off every day, Kyle Schwarber, you know, he was, a, he was somebody that I think we looked at to sign last year coming to St. Louis too, and we just didn't get him. But those, those big-time impact bats are big in the postseason. I mean, we've, we've had some, some tough runs, tough, tough stretches where we've faced incredible. I mean, Nola and Wheeler are two of the best pitchers in the game. They are. You know, those guys can shut out anybody on any night, and they've been doing it a lot in the postseason. So we ran into a couple of tough arms. I think the important part is, and, and Skip and I were talking about it through the year and, and through the, through the years, actually. Um, you need those, 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 uh, those pieces to, to surround those big guys in the middle of the order. Those, those complementary pieces are so big in setting the lineup and setting the, 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 the table for the guys in the middle. Having a, having some guys at the end of the order too, where the end of the order is not just completely, you know, kind of soft that's a big big thing and so um you know when you're constructing a roster gms have their work cut out for them to, to figure out what that winning mix is but getting that right mix is a big deal when you have a couple of the right pieces in the middle you have a couple of the right starting pitchers and guys down there at the end of the bullpen you can win it you just need a couple of complementary pieces to bring it on i like it and the other question would just be more of a like a your career question um has it sunk in that, I mean, you could possibly have your number retired by the Cardinals, even if you don't make the, the Hall of Fame? And just what you mean to this organization and that this is the, the last dance, as they would say, what, what, what that means to you. You'll get a red jacket. You might even get your number retired. Yeah, again, no pressure, Mo. But, um, <laughs> you know, I did, I did look out there at the wall this year, and I thought, okay, there's two spots right there at the end of the thing. You know, clear for four and five. Those are that that clears the way for four and five. But then I looked. Hey, is that another spot down there on the end? Is that three spots I see wide blank? You know, on the left field fence. It's just right there. You know, it's the perfect. It's an open spot that nobody's taken. And you know, I just you know, fifty is a beautiful number. Everyone would you know love to see it. You know, I I can't do any flips though to be doing cool pictures like that like Ozzy has on the wall, but. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it would be, but that would be neat. You know, just no pressure, though. No pressure. Just, you know, it would be, it'd be cool. Probably when you closed out the World Series picture yeah. would be. I like that. I like that idea. That's but I do, th- I do recognize that most of those guys are in the hall, if not all of them. So, um, you know, that just puts the pressure back on me. i got to win some games this year. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Derek Gold. Could put the uh, Molina pouring water down your pants picture and get two for one, then, right, Adam? No, no, we're staying away from water down the pants. He's, he's gone. Nobody's bringing that back. I, I am the elder statesman now, no matter what. I mean, unless he goes out, unless Mo goes out and signs Rich Hill or mm-hmm. or Cruz, then I'm going to be the elder statesman, and nobody better pour any water down my pants or I'm going to get all their tires put on top of Bush Stadium. <laughs> uh, two questions, and one of them is related to maybe somebody who would put your tires on Bush Stadium. Um, Skip leaving to be the manager of the Marlins. I mean, you've seen his career grow. Your close friends, 
Um, how will you handle Super Mario Kart during Jupiter when he's running the, the Marlins? Yeah, I think there's, there's a, there's a sabotage there waiting to happen where I can, you know, we can talk about state secrets and I can give him false information and, and, uh, set him up to fail. No, I, I think he's going to do wonderful over there. He is a winning player. He was a winning player. He's a winning coach. He's very prepared. He is, um, super smart. Uh, he, he, he knows when to step in and speak up. He knows what winning baseball looks like. He's been part of a great culture for a very long time. Uh, he's been a part of several great cultures, actually. Uh, and a couple of them, you know, maybe weren't as great. And he knows what good looks like and what bad looks like. Um, but also, he knows how to communicate and, and trust his coaches. People love working with Skip, and people love being around Skip. And Skip's a winning player, so he's good over there. And the last thing I wanted to ask you, Adam, if you can still hear me, is you, you touched on it with Benjamin talking to him about what makes a play, postseason team. I wonder how much you learned the during the years of broadcasting the postseason when you got to see other teams, two other teams, three, four other teams, um, and how they went about the postseason. What did you kind of learn about October from that vantage point? Well, I mean, it's, I, I wouldn't say that you know that I learned a whole lot about about how to go about things from from other teams in that format. Uh, I didn't get to spend as much time as I would like to before those games and really getting into those clubhouses, so I couldn't really answer it from that standpoint. But uh, it was it was uh, it was fun to talk to those managers and kind of get those the feeling of what those guys were feeling and thinking going into the series. I look forward to doing that in the future one time, though. Thank you. Congratulations, Adam. Thank you, Jim Hayes. Last thing, and I'll I'll keep it uh, very quick. Um, last time we spoke to you, Adam, obviously the season came to an end and, and everyone was kind of disappointed. But when you were asked about whether or not you'd pitch, I got the sense you were. Was it a tough decision or did you know if it worked out with the Cardinals? Were you confident that you would be coming back? Did you kind of know back then that this would be your decision? Yeah. I mean, you know, when you're talking about in the clubhouse there? Yeah. As, as we were walking in from the bullpen, uh, I was I was already in my mind. I, I, I looked at Ali Marmol as he was about to have his meeting with the team. I looked at him and I said, I ain't going out like that. I mean, I just, you know, I, that would have just left such a bad taste, you know. And, and sometimes that's the way it goes. So it's got to end at some point. And it, it doesn't always end like you want it to because only one team out of 30 wins every year. And that's a tough thing. A tough thing to win, man. And, you know, we've only won twice since I've been here, uh, almost three times. And uh, it's tough. It's, it's really tough. And then we had, without question, we had the best team in baseball for five or six years that I was here. And we only had two wins. So um, it can be tough, man. It's tough to win. Look at that great Dodger team. The Dodgers have one World Series title, and they've gotten to the playoffs, got to the NLCS. How many times in a row? You know, how many times in a row they won that division? With that team, the best team that anybody's ever assembled, it's tough to win. You know, you can do everything right and still not win. So um, it's not easy, but uh, I'm confident. I think we can do it. I think we, we uh, I think our great general manager slash baseball, uh, president of baseball operations, uh, is going to go out and, and 
and get the staff and the team around us that we need to win, and we're going to do it. Thank you, Adam, and I look forward to our five exclusive sit-down, one-on-one, allotted interviews. Appreciate it. We got one more, and it's in the second half. All right, Daniel, real quick, let's go. Uh, Adam, I know you mentioned right now kind of the sting of uh, the postseason exit. I mean, uh, for you, I mean, how long is that something that kind of lasts or that you think about? Is that something you kind of carry through the offseason and into spring training, or what? what's that process like? Well, it's going to make me think about it even more, knowing that I didn't get to play. You know, I, I pitched myself out of being able to com- compete uh, and – I live, I live to compete. You know, I, I just, that drives me crazy that I pitched in such a way the last three weeks of the season that I was not thought about in pitching one of those first two games, you know, where I think prior to those three weeks, I think I'm probably starting game one at worst game two. Uh, and then, you know, came down to it, I was probably starting game three, but maybe not, you know. But we lost the first two games, and I didn't get to play. And I was just like, you know, I knew I just got right, and I was chomping at the bit, and I was just, ah, it's just frustrating. So, you know, the main focus for me working out and throwing and, and getting right is uh, is staying hungry, knowing that, you know, that that feeling I had of, of not not being chosen to pitch right there, that, that takes me off in a way that not, not at anybody else, at me, because that's what I deserved. I, des- I didn't deserve to pitch those two games. Those two guys that started did a great job for us, and they deserved to pitch those two games. But I know that if I had pitched like I should have pitched and like I can pitch, it's a no-brainer that I'm pitching one of those two games. And in my mind, we're winning one of those two games, and then we're going to win game three, and we're going to win the World Series. That's the way my mind works. So when I'm doing you know reps of bench press or whatever it is, I'm going to be thinking about that. That's going to be driving me to, to work harder and to be more prepared. 